This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Talented, brilliant, incredible, amazing, show-stopping, spectacular, never the same, totally unique, completely not ever been done before, unafraid to reference or not reference, put it in a blender, shit on it, vomit on it, eat it, give birth to it. On this episode of The Commercial Break... Try and masturbate to a floral print. <laughs> a full-length floral dress with ruffles. It just doesn't do it for you. She's showing me a mother's pocketbook, which means make a donation to the <laughs> Teresa Caputo Foundation. A non-non-profit. Well, I've got to get back to piggybacking now. Tell my daughter to fuck off! Ask her about the time I didn't feel good. I'm a man. That's every three days. <laughs> The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Oh, yeah, cats and kittens, welcome back to The Commercial Break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend and beautiful co-host, Kristen Joy Holy. Best to you, Chris. Hi, best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of this, The Commercial Break. It's not for everyone, but fact, news, or fiction is guaranteed in 30 seconds or less. You heard it here last Sam Bankman Fried, or as we called him, Adam Friedland, <laughs> yes. has been, this will be about a week old, I think, or, or maybe even more when we release this, but has been... We just got the breaking news. Breaking news. is going to be released on $250 million in bail. Yeah. Now, let me give you a little story. A little story I thought he was Brian. broke. <laughs> exactly. He said he had $100,000 in his bank and one credit card yeah. with about $75,000 worth of credit. My dad used to say a couple of things to us that really resonated with me uh, when I was a kid. He said, You're on, you only get one call, and that means me too. And what he meant by that was, if you ever land yourself in a jail somewhere, I'm only going to take the call once. If you <laughs> land yourself in jail twice, yeah. you're fucked, right? Yes. Do it all on your own. And man, did he stick by that. Because... <laughs> Fortunately or unfortunately, I had I had to find out the hard way uh, <laughs> that that was the said. truth. Yes, he meant what he said. 
But I know because I've been through this with friends and, you know, we've all had our dramas here and there. And I know this, that when you go to a bail bondsman to get somebody out of jail, they say it's a 10% cash bond. Right. Yes. So let's assume that we're working. This is these are astronomical numbers, but let's assume that we're working on the same principle with Adam Friedland, <laughs> uh, ABM or whatever we called him. <laughs> we totally botched so it. Bad. <laughs> Who has twenty five million dollars laying around that they're loaning to Sam Bankman Fried, which is Freed, by the way. I'm just saying Fried for for effect. <laughs> Who the fuck has that kind of cash? I know, it's a lot. He must be still connected. Somebody is playing footsie with him because they probably he probably has dirt on them yeah and well so, he's made a lot of uh rich and powerful friends over he these sure past has years. yep and a lot of them happen to be democratic and republican congressmen True. so when that all comes unwired mm-hmm. uh, you know a lot of these people are going to start doing the boot scoot and boogie right yeah, they're going to give the money back <laughs> and they're going to claim they never had anything to do with it but i bet that if he's smart when you get that when you get that kind of money you start making friends in all kind of places oh, yeah. and you get the dirt on them right mm-hmm. so that when it's time to cover your ass, you can do that. You can call with up a friend. Pictures <laughs> of a senator getting a blowjob <laughs> from a you know from a toothless or horse or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some shit like that. Just like in The Godfather. Do you remember The Godfather too? Of course. When uh, when the senator was down there, they, they put him in the room with the prostitute, and then they killed the prostitute, and then they you know they he woke up and he had a dead prostitute. Dead, yeah. Yes. And they were like, you know, you owe me a favor or whatever the deal is. That's like, this is what's going on here. Yeah. Because his, Gotta par- be. his parents are like professors at Stanford, mm-hmm. like famous uh, professors at, at Stanford. And I just read that they are required to put up some of the equity in their home as part of the bail conditions. But who has a 20, do they have a $25 million home? Well, I don't know because they bought a bunch of properties down in the Bahamas. So, oh, they did? Yeah, yeah. They have like 13 properties down there now or something. But so. it's all everybody but else's that's money. that's the thing. So yeah. I don't know how that shakes out. I don't know how that shakes out we'll either. We'll see. Listen. I'm not throwing stones in a glass house, right? Uh, the the ju- judicial system is the judicial system, and the prosecutors must have made some agreement. Uh, I'm sure they fought for no bail, but there must be some kind of conditions, like, you know, he's got to wear a leg iron or whatever the fuck they, they do these days. <laughs> but I just can't imagine this guy running, getting a $250 million bail and then posting it, and everybody else is screwed out of their money? Yeah. That seems to me to be a relatively unfair, right? <laughs> if you got 25 yes. extra million dollars hanging around, pay some people pay back. Some people back. Mm-hmm. That's what you should do and do your time in jail. Then you got like a private flight from the, uh, the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. I saw the whole airplane thing, like, you know, the, in the middle of the night, the dramatic coverage <laughs> of the plane flying in. It's a fucking 747, a private jet, a 747. Who's sending a private jet down there? The guy should have to fly fucking Airtran or some shit. Southwest. In the middle seat. Yeah, in the middle seat. <laughs> pay for the bat. Spirit Airlines. There you yes. go. That's your punishment. <laughs> if he gets convicted and he's guilty, I think I think just don't send him to jail. Just make him fly Spirit every day for the next twenty five years. <laughs> Flying Spirit once is enough for yes. me. Yeah. Punishment. That is one listen. Here at the commercial break, we don't even know what those kind of numbers mean because we're, we're lucky to get $25 a month. <laughs> but if Spirit Airlines ever comes and asks to be a sponsor on this show, that is one campaign I will certainly never take. I'm going to be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Hate that airline. Did you read that the Roomba? You know the Roomba, the little thing that scoots yeah, yeah, around? Yeah. Do you have one? No, my sister does, though. Does they she? love it. Okay, great. 
Did you hear the latest news about Roomba? No, what is it? Roomba. They're, they've been collecting people's They've been collecting people's data of pictures they have. pictures of their homes and they caught a woman naked in the bathroom what? and then it ended up on the internet and it was the Roomba that took the picture. Oh my Someone God. hacked the Roomba and started posting pictures of her in the bathroom. The Roombas have cameras? I guess they do to see I, where they're to going. To see where they're going, I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't really maybe the latest versions have cameras, yeah. but that is super fucking creepy. First of all, I don't ke- I don't care who you are. You know what the mo- you know what thing I hate the most what? in the mornings is when my children come into the bathroom while I'm doing my my daily duties. Yes. And I, by duties I mean duties, <laughs> right? <laughs> Why don't you lock the door? Well, because, you know, I like Astrid, Astrid's got a lot going on and you know, if the kids need something and they need to come in, I I get it. But I have like a a toilet area, like a closed off, yes. you know, a, a water, water closet. closet. Mhm. And they come in, and then they close the door, and then they play, you know, right in front of me, and scream and yell, and daddy, 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 and I'm like, I'm trying to shit here, kids. <laughs> the smell is bad enough for me. How are you kids standing it? <laughs> They're like we were in diapers. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't bother us. <laughs> doesn't bother them one bit. Doesn't seem to bother them one bit. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget when I was a kid, and like my dad was crapping. Right? It, it was a smell I'll never forget, and it wasn't something I wanted to be around. And that's because full grown, full grown man shit doesn't smell good. I mean, neither does little grown man shit either. But I'm just saying. Yes. So I don't care who you are or what you are, a dog, a Roomba, a kid. I don't want you in there while I'm crapping. Well, this lady's like crapping and the Roomba is just driving around or taking pictures. <laughs> like if I see the Roomba in there, I'm kicking the Roomba out. Don't I don't want a Roomba in my in my shitter while no, I'm shitting. No. no. <laughs> Do you have a Roomba? I take you. No, don't. I don't. I used to have a Roomba, mm-hmm. but it was like a knockoff Roomba yeah. <laughs> that I bought at Kmart before Kmart went into bankruptcy. <laughs> it was like the Boomba. <laughs> I think I remember you having that, actually. I you did, had it, it at kept, that apartment. Yes, yes. It kept falling down the <laughs> stair, the one stair. Uh, and it just would it would just knock into things and yeah. then not go anywhere. And it would run out of batteries real quick. Right. And when you told it to go home, it would actually go into a corner and just wear itself out. You'd press that button and it'd go over and go to the opposite side of the room and just... It didn't know what it was doing. But I did get it for $30 at right. Kmart. Are there any Kmarts even left? I don't think so. No? I think they're done. They're done? I think. There was one up here. I haven't today. seen yeah, I, one I haven't in seen one time. in years. They're certainly not here in Georgia. Sometimes though, as you you know drive down those rural roads on a trip somewhere, you might see one. But yeah, I, feel I think like, they might be gone, though. Yeah. Oh, I saw this the funniest meme the other day, and it said... If you're having a tough time in life, just remember the J.C. Penney's in whatever Middleton, Ohio, is still trying to make things work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, J.C. Penney's was like a huge deal when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a I was a child model. Did you know that? Oh, I I'm not I even kidding. About I was that. a child model. <laughs> I mean, probably for like one photo shoot. I don't even remember. I was way too young, right? But I <laughs> I remember briefly, uh, like a flash in time of me walking on a stage. Mm-hmm. For a J.C. Penney catalog like fashion show. Okay, I remember hearing about those. But then I think we might have been in the J.C. Penney, like me and my brother the were catalog. in the catalog also. Mm-hmm. But the J.C. Penney catalog was the Shazam. It was. We would go in there and pick out what we wanted for Christmas. Fuck yeah, mm-hmm. J.C. Penney, Sears, mm-hmm. Toys R Us. Yeah. You got those three catalogs. Went long before there was internet, kids. Yes. <laughs> long before you could dial up anything on your phone and your brain didn't work properly. There was. Catalogs. The catalogs. And they sent it to every house in the United States of America 
every holiday season. Mm-hmm. And those JCPenney catalogs had a smorgasbord of cool fucking toys that you would stuff. want. Yeah. yeah. And the Sears catalog, you would like look at the toys, but then you would sneak a peek at the adult stuff too because that lingerie. was cool. Oh uh, man. <laughs> that was my that was my first. My first. That's like kind of when I started putting two and two together, right? right? When I was like, wow, that's I'm really attracted to what's going on in the Sears catalog. <laughs> All of a sudden, I stopped caring about, like, you know, He-Man dolls, and I cared about, you know, She-Man bras. Like, I was all into the catalogs. Well, then the Victoria's Secret catalogs came along. Forget about it. My dad would throw that away before. (laughs) You know, I had a lot of friends that were... I had a lot of friends whose parents were very liberal sexually. Yeah. Right? I remember one kid in particular, and I, I think this is weird now, but I don't think... I thought it was cool then... That his dad had like the world's largest penthouse and Playboy collection in the closet, and the mom was okay with it. Right. And the dad was, we were, I mean, we must have been 12 or 13 years old, and the dad just didn't care if we went and grabbed the magazines. He just didn't care. He was like, you're going to figure it out uh, eventually. And the mom, the weirdest thing that was ever said to me as a child, and I hope that someday I don't go to a therapist and it reveals that someone was touching my little man manhood. <laughs> But the weirdest thing that was ever said to me as a child was we were uh, we were at this person's house. We had spent the night. We were having breakfast. The mom was making breakfast. The dad was talking about was his reading a Playboy. He was reading a Playboy. He was talking about <laughs> his Playboy collection. <laughs> right? Have you kids make sure you put those penthouses back. <laughs> I mean, penthouse is a raunchy magazine. Yeah. It was a raunchy magazine. But the mom said something like this. She goes, you know how you keep yourself sexually attracted to your partner forever? And, I, and we were all like, I'm 12? <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> uh, no. And she was like, you don't shit in front of each other. That's what you don't do. You never shit in front of each other. Do you shitting on your own time? And I just remember being blown away by that information. I've never forgotten it. And I've stuck to it, by the yeah, way. Yeah, you to should let you stick know. to Except it. for it's my kids in the Roomba. Right. <laughs> and occasionally blue. If she wants it. <laughs> but blue. my dad was not one of these. He, I, I, Not that I know of. Not that I'm aware of. I, there was no pornography in the house. Yeah. There was no dirty magazines. There was no pictures. He was like setting an example for his children, mm-hmm. I think, right? And maybe my mom pro- didn't care to have porn around the house. But yeah. I, you know, we looked. And we never found any. Right. And we certainly looked. We looked hard. Yeah, my dad didn't have that either. He didn't? So, but None we would get the Victoria's on. Secret catalogs, though, because we had, we were three girls okay. in the house. Oh, yeah, that's true. So you were all boys. Yeah, I got the Laura Ashley so. catalog, which was not quite as sexy as the Victoria's Secret. <laughs> yeah, no. Try and masturbate to a floral print. <laughs> a full-length floral dress with ruffles. It just doesn't do it for you. Not the same. <laughs> yeah, but I remember seeing a Victoria's Secret catalog mm-hmm. at a friend's house one time, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. There's a nipple. <laughs> There's an outline of a nipple, not an actual nipple, but an outline of a nipple, and I can see it, and I'm super excited by all that. Yes. <laughs> they were sexy. They were sexy. Mm-hmm. And then they had the swim issue, too. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. that's uh, You mean the Sports Illustrated? Well, no, the Victoria's Secret would have the swim oh, yeah? ones to, for, to buy. I didn't suits. see it. Yeah. Maybe that's what my dad was doing. Maybe he was hiding them in his closet <laughs> or something like been. that. I don't know. We never saw any of that. But then again, I don't think my mom was ever a Victoria's Secret well, shopper. I was going to say, and you're th- four boys. Yeah, we so. were four boys. Mm-hmm. Well, so then, well, e- even more reason. I, mean, I know we're not the target, but you, know, this, you send that kind of material to the guys, too, and then that's what they go shopping for. Mm. They want to see their girlfriends in it. Yeah. But I guess at 13 years old, you know. <laughs> The best I was doing was like a ten ten dollar four carat gold 
<laughs> necklace that turned my girlfriend's neck white. Green. <laughs> it, it's, the first ever necklace that I bought somebody, it, it turned their neck white. White? Like, I don't know, like a weird white color. Okay. Yeah. And we, I, she continued to wear it. She just pretended it didn't happen. It was yeah. really cute of her, actually. That's sweet. I wanted to talk about our 21 EPM sticker. Do you remember when we had 21 ejaculations per month? <laughs> yes. yes. And we said, wouldn't it be cool to put together a sticker that was like the 26.2, but it was 21 right, the marathon, EPM. Yeah. Uh, the, the marathon, marathon sticker, just exactly like that but, for 21 EPMs. Yes. We said it as a joke. We said we should do that. And now we've gotten requests for these stickers okay. and people telling us I that bet. they're going to put them on the back of their car <laughs> if we do it. And so we are going to do it, Okay, actually. I love it. So if you want a 21 EPM sticker, <laughs> tcbpodcast.com, contact us, let us know, send us your address and your name, and uh, you can text us also at 855-TCB-8383. I just wanted to mention that quickly. This will be the first and yet another series of stickers that probably <laughs> we'll have too many of. You know what? This is, this is very ironic that today I specifically brought the notebook I've been talking about. Oh, you wear, brought the notebook. But I left it in the car. <laughs> 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 Typical <Yeah>. TCB. <laughs> I got in here and I was like, oh, shit, I brought you, that notebook. It's you, sitting in the car. You had the best of intentions. You had the best of intentions. <laughs> The notebook will make its way here to the table, though, and that's where we're going to start writing down these ideas, even if we we probably still won't do them. No. But we're going to write them down. No. We're not going to do them. <laughs> but we're going to take the extra step of writing them down, so at the end of the year, we can tell you we, all the things we, we didn't, didn't do. Exactly. I mean, we've been through this before. The list is very long. Thank God we didn't do NFTs. <laughs> right. We didn't stay on Clubhouse. We never really went to Fireside. <laughs> We had a whole series of stickers planned. We got we got sticker one, one out the door. We still have 700 of those left. That's after we threw a thousand of them out at Mempho. That's after we littered the place. I'm sure Jeff had an extra trash bill from the TCB guitar pick stickers we put out. So many people confused by our presence there. They were like, what's this? And I was like, it's a podcast. And they're like, oh, are you giving something away for free? These stickers. Oh, I'll take one and then drop it down on the ground later. <laughs> it's like those people in Vegas who hand you the prostitute posters, you know, and you just like, you take it and you toss it two yes. seconds later in the trash yes. can. That's what people were doing. Uh, what else What else have we promised to do in season number three that we, we never did? We were on... We were on Patreon for one hot minute, and Chrissy and I decided this is a complete fucking waste of our time. <laughs> yes. Complete waste of our time. Yes. I mean, I know podcasts that have been really successful, and they go to Patreon, and it's a complete waste of their fucking time, mm -hmm. right? Now, there, some people have asked us for an ad-free version. You know, that's a thing we could do, but it would take a lot of <laughs> extra time and effort. <laughs> If you want an ad-free version, skip forward. That's yes. the ad-free version of the commercial break. Yeah, uh, we were going to make some a couple amendments to the treaty. We we did make to some amendments treaty. to the treaty, at least vocally. We did. <laughs> Never wrote that down. I can't remember what they were. I think we were going to do a topless episode for charity. All we right. never did that one. <laughs> I think we were going to – there's a bunch of stuff a that we ton. were going to do. Yeah. Just know that when we're brainstorming here in the studio, as <laughs> soon as we turn the camera off, we forget we all forget about it. it. Yeah. Yep. We're like, yeah, whatever. Until then we start talking about something else and we're like, oh, yeah, what oh, were yeah, we saying? Oh, yeah, we should do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> uh, Astrid was looking through one of the uh, catalogs, like online catalogs, and she found ball hammock underwear. Have you seen this? Ball hammock underwear. Ball hammock underwear. I have not. I've got a pair coming. I, I don't it. know, you know, I can't show all the inner, in, inner workings, but maybe I can give you an idea <laughs> of what happens. It cradles the balls? It's literally got a sack right where your balls are, so you put your balls in oh, the in sack there, yeah. so they don't get stuck to your leg. But mm. I don't really have that problem. Maybe I have small balls or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I, I, I don't really have a, about a ball sack issue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing, though, I guess. It's a, it's a thing. I wear like the boxer briefs, mm-hmm. so they're a little they get they're a little snug. Yeah, that's right? what Jeff wears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could go full brief, but no one wants to see that. Really, I mean, you know, no yeah. one wants to wear see briefs. That's like so nineteen eighty two. Like boxers? No, like briefs. Like oh oh, the, like the, a bit like a tiny. Yeah, like a weenie bikini. Yes, you know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah, no one wants those. No one wants those. Mm-hmm. And then when you grow a leg, it like pops <laughs> out the top because they're too tight on you, and it's that's just like this nineteen eighty two. And boxers seem like they would get bunched. Boxers, I wore boxers. So I had the weenie bikinis when I was a kid because, yes. that, like my son does, because that's what you wear. That's what you right? wear. You don't really have anything to worry about. <laughs> what yeah. if there were little boxers <laughs> with like little boxer briefs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are. There've yeah. got to be. Yeah. <laughs> but I choose. I uh, but when my mom was dressing me or choosing the clothes, I had the little weenie yes. bikinis. When I started buying underwear, I remember I bought three packs, like a three three pack pack, of boxers Mm -hmm. that were two sizes too big, and they were as long as they could possibly be. So they came down to my knees. They're basically shorts with a big flappy hole in the middle. Right. That's what I pictured them to be. (laughs) Yeah. And luckily, I was wearing jeans that were 14 times too big for me, too, because that was the the only way they were. That's right. Bell-bottom jeans that had a circumference of seven feet on the bottom. (laughs) And then I had my chain and my wallet. And your Dog Martens on. And my Dog Martens on that I hadn't, I, I didn't take off for seven years. Uh, but you would wear those those boxer briefs, but they they weren't really all that comfortable. But mm. I didn't know there was any other thing. Yeah. Until I met a, a woman in my like mid twenties that said, "Well, you should try a pair of these boxer briefs." She got yeah. them for me. She's like, "Here, try a pair of these boxer briefs." And I thought to myself, "I'm not wearing that. That's fucking. What is that?" That's, <laughs> That's weird. I'm not on an Italian beach. It's going to snug my nuts. I don't want to snug my nuts. What am I doing? And then I and tried them on, and, and never, it was heaven. Yeah, I never went, back. never went back. I was like, okay. And now, uh, as I'm getting older, you know, I could I go back to briefs? Could I be like that dad who wears the white <laughs> tidy underwear? Whities. Tidy whities up to his nipples? <laughs> I could be. I could be. But I'm not there yet. No. I feel like... Everything in life, you revert back. That could eventually. be retirement home style. Oh, de- definitely. <laughs> Hi, honey. I dropped some new hands off in the front door. <laughs> oh, great, baby. Why don't you come up and say hi to Chrissy and I? Sorry, got to go. <laughs> beep, beep. Fly to Miami in fifteen minutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, remember. Uh, yeah, remember, you can go in the clear line faster through security. I don't take security. I take private. <laughs> uh, speaking of private, we need some more ramen noodles. <laughs> Sorry, it's not in the budget this month. We'll be back soon. Oh. Who are those three guys with you? <laughs> They're my new assistants. <laughs> yeah. Fredo, Fred, and Freddy. <laughs> Well, they look great in boxer briefs, too. <laughs> <laughs> look at those tidy whities Yeah. 
I've seen some guys in those. So there's always holes in them. Why is uh, there, there always is. holes? Yeah, yes. they're real worn. They're real worn. <laughs> they're like thin. you can see their ass yes. hair through it, right? I've been in a few YMCA's in my life. I've been through, you know, I go to the gym on occasion. And, you know, I don't know why. I, I'm just, you, you've been to the gym. Of course. When you go to the, the locker room, are women just naked walking around? Some. Some, yes. yeah. And some of the guys walk around naked all around the gym. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, but I would say it's a good mix. It's like 70 30. 30% yeah. just, you know, they take a shower. Uh, first of all, I would never shower in one of those places. It's, I don't know what's going on there, but it's like, it looks like literally like a wall of gangrene that I'm just waiting to get. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. But all these guys walking around naked. Yeah, it's they're... usually the older men, mm-hmm. and they usually have highly disturbing looking penises, right? Yeah, now, everybody's like... penis is different, and I'm not. I'm not but. They're like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, they're like, I mean, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Some of them are probably like, I want to show it off. Yeah. Yeah. Or they have really big dicks, mm-hmm. right? Where they're just not afraid to show it off. We're talking they're about confident. monstrosities, mm-hmm. tree trunks. Mm-hmm. And you're like, holy shit, I'm not getting naked. <laughs> but then you'll catch the older gentlemen. They'll be wearing the boxer briefs and they, or the boxer, uh, the briefs, and they always are worn out or have holes in them. <laughs> You can always see everything. It's like, why even put anything on? Yeah, totally. it's like that damn Instagram filter. No nipples. And what girls, do, what these girls would do, the Instagram models, is they'll take a piece of sheer plastic and they'll just cover it over their nipples. You can see everything, but because there's a piece of plastic over it, oh, it makes it okay. Then Instagram can't take it down, mm. right? I guess that's the rule, according to my Instagram feed. <laughs> You're the one seeing all of this. Oh my God, Esther hates it. She's like, your Instagram Not feed me. is awful, and I'm like, I didn't start it. I'm just continuing, continuing it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once I get going, what am I supposed to do? Mine has these advertisements for CBD and mushrooms, things like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got that, too. I got all of it. The field uh, trip and the whole nine yards. Yeah. Like, it's all every five minutes. It's a, My Google, it, you know, Facebook, TikTok, Google, they all listen to your phone, mm-hmm. right? And we've all done these tests. And I know that we... There's a lot of questions about whether or not the phones are actually listening to you. The phones are are fucking listening to you. Astrid and I did a test one time. I forget what the test was about. It was like Peru or something. We we took our phones. We put them in a different area. Mm -hmm. I remember she was pregnant with Matty. And I don't think this was the actual thing we were talking about, but um, for illustrative sake, we said, okay, we're going to talk about Peru. And let's talk about Peru and with our phones in the room, but not calling anybody. No apps open. Let's see what happens. Yeah. We talk about Peru, and this is when we had the Facebook app on our phone, and no fucking shit within 24 hours. You know, Machu Picchu, uh, half off, whatever. Ads were coming It was through. fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. It was insane. So I don't care what anybody tells me. I don't believe not for a second that the phones aren't listening to yeah, you. Yeah, they've got the microphones. Yeah. So. <laughs> Gustavo was just talking about something like, he was, oh, what the fuck was he talking about? He was talking about getting a ring stuck on your finger. Okay. I was trying on new wedding rings because I mm-hmm. lost my third one. So you I was. Did? I did. Oh my <laughs> yes. God. What? How Don't are you ask. losing these? I think the first one was the kids. I think the second two were. <laughs> I think I sold a car and the ring was still in the car. <laughs> But I don't wear it at night. Like it's not. The, I don't oh, like wearing okay. it all day long, all the time. So I take it off a lot, right? Anyway, so he's talking about getting a ring stuck on your finger. Well, he opens up TikTok an hour later, and the first reel that he sees is a fireman or um, uh, no, uh, ambulance. A guy drives an ambulance talking about how they get rings off fingers that are stuck what? when they need to. Not what? even kidding you. 
he comes running in the studio, like, brother, brother, look at this. And I'm like, holy shit. Uh-huh, wow. Laughing. Yeah. I bet Gustavo Everyone's wears listening. boxer briefs. Probably looks good in them, too. I bet he does. I just look like a fat old man with boxer briefs on. I look like I'm trying too hard. I'm a Jason Momoa knockoff. Uh, right. I'm Jason Momoa minus. That's what it is. TCB minus. Oh, yeah. TCB minus. There's another thing we didn't yep. do. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we're getting toward the end of the year. We're taking your requests. We know. uh, We've already done Frankie. We've already been through Mountain Monsters. We've already given Marlin updates. But one thing that everybody loves, or that a lot of people love, the third thing, it goes kind of like Frankie B, Mountain Monsters, and a tie, but it's close third. It's Teresa. Oh, Caputo. good. I I love her. I know. I really do like she's going through so these. So good to 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 bust. to riff on riff <laughs> yeah, on yeah. because she's just such a fucking moron and she's <laughs> just taking advantage of people left and right. And I hope that I bring just a little bit of clarity as to what she's doing. Like I'm, I don't expect to change a goddamn thing with a commercial break. I am not even oh. talking about politics. I don't care what religion you belong to. I don't need you to listen to me seriously about and every. Once every 100 shows, we do some serious segment. But Teresa Caputo is not it. No. But I really hope that people take heed when they hear me understanding that Teresa is not talking to ghosts. (laughs) She is making it all up. And as we go through this next segment, we'll talk about it a little bit more. But she clearly has earphones in her ears, and that's why her hair hair is like a helmet on top of her head. Yeah. That fucking hair. How long do you think it takes to get hair to get get that hair? A long time. Uh, A lot of product. Husband and her divorce, probably like (laughs) protecting the helmet. So without further ado, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. You know what time it is. It's time for the commercial break inside of the commercial break. And I'll keep it short because you already know. 855-TCB-8383. That's 1-855-TCB-8383 is how you get a hold of us directly. It's not a spam text message line. You can send us your comments, questions, concerns, or content ideas all through text message to 855-TCB-8383. If you're brave, leave a voicemail. We want to know about your favorite moment from season number three. That's all of 2022. Any episode, any clip, any moment text us please let us know we've got a special surprise between season three and season four and we want you involved go to tcbpodcast.com hit the contact us button you can also send us a message there listen to all the audio or watch all the video better yet go to youtube.com slash the commercial break to watch full episodes in a whole new light watching the video version will give you extra tickles right in your pickles one more tiny little favor if you are ever in the market for our sponsors products or services please use the specialized url or codes or go to the website that we mention on those advertisements so that the sponsors know we're doing a wonderful job. Let's listen to a word from those wonderful financial sponsors and then we'll be back to this episode of The Commercial Break. All right, everybody, I got to let you know about our wonderful sponsors, Lululemon. Last week, I stopped by the Lululemon store to get myself a pair of joggers. If you think Lululemon is just for yoga pants, you are wrong, just like I was. Lululemon can accommodate almost any piece of your wardrobe, and they do it in style and in comfort. It's the most cozy, the most comfortable, the most flattering, active and casual wear you will ever purchase. And now, Lululemon is a sponsor of the commercial break, so go to Lululemon. 
TrueLemon.com this holiday season. Their website has hundreds of different styles for men and for women. Jackets, slacks, hoodies, sweatshirts, socks, underwear, and yes, activewear. It's all available at lululemon.com. Guys, don't be shy. I swear, these are the most comfortable pants I have ever worn. I'm saying it again. Never did I picture myself a Lululemon kind of guy, and now I'm sold for life. Chrissy got a jacket. She's in love with it. Astrid's ordered some apparel for after the baby comes, and now I am eyeing some slacks for Christmas. So go to lululemon.com. Get comfortable. Get cozy. Get Lululemon this holiday season for anyone who needs a little comfort in their life. Lululemon.com. And we want to thank Lululemon for becoming a sponsor of the commercial break. Let's take a listen to Teresa Caputo from, I think it's like Channel 7 News oh, okay. in She's Chicago. Like a morning show. Yeah, I went, I went, I dug a little deeper. I got outside the, like the mainstream media and I just went straight for, and I like it when she's interacting with the crowd. I don't yeah. like her actual show because it's all manipulated and, yes. it's, and it's too sappy and sad and everyone, you know, they just lost a kid or something. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to riff on people who are losing kids. Yeah. Um, but on these, it's these off the cuff. It's these things. off the cuff. Uh-huh. Working the crowd is what they call it, yeah. right? And uh, so here she is. I think ABC Channel Seven in Chicago, Teresa Caputo doing some cold readings. All right, girl. Well, you know what people want you to do if you're. <laughs> Listen, I always say I want to be five seven and one hundred and twenty pounds, and ain't happening. <laughs> That makes absolutely no sense, too, with yeah. the context, because the woman was saying, "We, you know what people want yeah. you to do, and that's do a reading. But this is part of her and shtick. And then she throws yeah. this stupid joke out. Part of her shtick, like any good con man, is to mm-hmm. soften you up right. with a little bit of laugh and a little bit of heart, right? Uh-huh. She's just a psychopath. That's all she is. And she knows where to start. <laughs> she, she thinks if she's funny... And if she explains everything to you, like, this is what spirit is doing. Spirit is jumping up and down, <laughs> pissing on its own leg. You know what that means? Your husband died of a heart attack. That's, he's telling me his heart hurts. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, lady? No, but you know, that, you know that, that's, the, um, that's the thing about my gift is that I never know what's Your going- gift. Right. Your gift. <laughs> Your gift that's making you millions of dollars a year taking money out of old ladies' purses. <laughs> happened yeah and you saw it yeah even i saw her for the last commercial her lips break were twitching and I, do you see that you see how she's she pointing at her, she ear. Touched her ear she's pointing yeah. at her ear she started was, I, I and and that's the thing like i feel things it's not a matter of oh is that my mother standing in front of you it's not that's not how it works right. i just start to feel things and i actually, i kept getting this actually, actually what she, what she says, says yeah I feel things. I get felt up every couple seconds. <laughs> Left boob, right boob. Oh, she'll go. Heaviness. I'm seeing. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing. I'm seeing him. And I'm seeing he's her. Doing this. Yeah, yeah, she's totally full of shit. Yeah. In my chest, and then there was something about the throat, and then my legs started to get numb. I'm feeling a big dick down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> that tells me he choked on cereal. <laughs> so that's always my symbol for the throat. Number one is that someone didn't get the opportunity to say goodbye. And someone had a hard time letting go at the end. So um, I want to talk about um, I want to talk about the uh, mother figure that passed from something of the brain. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. Let's get a room of there 700 people go. and let's find out if a mother died of something having to do with the brain. It's called a fucking stroke. I mean, like one in 10 people have a stroke, right? Yeah, or Alzheimer's yeah. or anything. anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. She talks about the brain. Okay. As Teresa's doing this, we're. What? Never mind. 
Go ahead, Teresa. How do you understand? As Teresa's doing this, we're counting how many lies she's putting into the middle of her conversation. <laughs> she turned around and yeah. goes, what? She goes, what? Oh, sorry. That was supposed to be in my microphone. The brain with the mom. Whose husband is departed? What? I go what? right to- <laughs> Wait, she, she quickly left the mother and brain when yeah. nobody said anything. For those of you listening to the show, there's about 100. <laughs> I'm going to guess like there's 100 people in, uh, yeah. maybe 70 to 100 people in the audience. And she walks over to them and the camera is panning over the audience. And she's like, whose mother died of the brain or the thing of the brain? No one, no one, one person anything. moved. So yeah. she quickly moves she to quickly a moves departed to the husband. husband. That's, That's right. the low hanging yeah. fruit. So what happened to the lady with the brain? I know, Why was right? she there? <laughs> She's so full of it. What happened to that lady? She just moved away. I don't know. I don't know. The lies, the lies just pour out of my mouth. I don't know how to control them. I feel them. them. Yeah, I feel them. I feel them right in my clitoris. The next soul. Your husband has departed? Okay. And how how do you connect with the legs with your husband? Was he the best? Did he have connect- legs? <laughs> Did your husband have legs? How do you connect with legs? But we used to fuck. Uh, Sometimes we would touch legs. Oh, my God. He had a third leg he liked to connect with me on. If that's what you mean. That's what I would say. I want to go to one of these so bad. Oh my god, like, we should go. Didn't she come to Atlanta a little yeah. while back? But we they like, gone. but you have to give all your information ahead yeah, of time. It's a thing. whole thing. Yeah, see? I think they'd catch on if yeah. I've had to put my real information. <laughs> they'd see this show and they'd be like, "Nope, not going." Yeah, they. It's a highly controlled environment, and they don't let phones in there and the whole nine yards. But apparently, from people who have been there and written articles, like I, I wrote, I read an article from the New Yorker mm-hmm. where a guy went and he said it was a total shit show. Like yeah. of. They, she did like 20 readings and 15 of them, people were clearly not right, like connecting right. with what she was saying. And she would just move on to the yeah, next person, move on moves, to the next person. Moves. Yeah. And he said he expected like a two hour event and it ended up being like an hour tops. Yeah. Right. Um, I wish we could go to one of these though, because no. if we could go to one of these and I could just connect <laughs> with her just for a second and then bullshit her back. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, you know, maybe we what, could get a what's audience. it with the legs. And I'd be like, I'm growing a third one. <laughs> Maybe we can get an audience member to do it, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We should. That's a, <laughs> Write it Where's down. that fucking notebook, Chrissy? <laughs> Yet another thing we're not going to do. Written or that he had an issue with the legs. Because when I go to a soul and they start to jump up and down, it means that they were see, restricted she, or they had some type of... saying he's jumping up, up and, and down, down. But before, she said she doesn't see people. Yeah, she I don't feels. see people. That's not how it works. But he's jumping yeah. up and down. By the way, last time when someone was jumping up and down, it meant something <laughs> completely different. Do you remember? Yes. <laughs> when he's jumping up and down, that means he really wants to say goodbye or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Disability and or ailment with the legs. No. Nope. <laughs> The lady is like, nope, Nope. don't know what she's talking about, (laughs) Teresa. (laughs) Wrong Mr. Pickford altogether. I'm going to go to the mother. See, this is what happens. Remember when I said to you before, what happens is when souls come in, they all want to talk at one time. You're all talking to your loved one. (laughs) See, I told you. It's like a group of Venezuelans at dinner. They all want to talk at the same time. This is what I told you. I told, this, I told I, you this happened. I told you. Right beforehand, I told yeah. you I was going to be lying to you. <laughs> I told you. A lot of this doesn't make sense. I'm going to do some quick yeah. bullshit in my yeah. head. Spew it out. <laughs> I'm doing some quick ghost math in my head. I'm moving. They He's piggybacking. They're literally humping each other. <laughs> They're jumping up and down. Yeah. One's jumping yeah. up and down. <laughs> 
They're all... But, but he's got a disability. He's with got his a, legs. Yeah. <laughs> he's got no legs, but he's jumping up and down. <laughs> he's floating. Oh so that kind of gives them that. So they. C- oh, she's she's totally yeah. She's fucking getting flustered. Stalled. Yeah, she's, she's flustered. flustered. She doesn't know what to do. Okay. Okay. So you know your mother is the one that I was picking up with the brain. And your mother tells me that you had to make a lot of choices and decisions connected to her departure. Is that correct? Yes, she Because she showed me the light switch, which means that you had to make choices. And you weren't sure. And now- <laughs> she showed me a light switch. She showed me a light switch. Where did she show you this light switch? How are you communicating to people here on Earth and then seeing all this stuff in the background? That's what gets me about this lady is that how is it even possible that she's processing all of this? You know, there's that young Hollywood guy, like the the guy who has he's, he's got like a real affectation about him. Have you seen this celebrity like uh, psychic? Yeah, celebrity psychic. OK. And no. he's done a bunch of famous bunch of famous people. Right. Like uh, the Kardashians. Corey Haim, Jay Leno. He's done a bunch of people, right? He's got a real affectation. And so you know him because it's kind of a weird, it's a unique a- a- affectation that he has to his voice and to his mannerisms. Mm-hmm. But what he'll do is he'll sit there and he'll doodle and he takes his time. He's very, he's like very slow about how he brings forward the information. It's almost like if I was going to believe some bullshit, I would believe his bullshit because at least he's pretending like he's listening to something else besides yeah. the person in the room. Teresa is nonstop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how does she get this information? I don't know. She feels it, but then she sees it. I can barely keep up with the conversation that happens between you and I. I know. You're going back and you're saying, maybe if I didn't do this, maybe if I switched this doctor or brought her to this hospital, that my mom would still be here. She's showing me a light switch, which means you're turning on and off the life equipment in the hospital. Yeah. She's telling me you unplugged her. She wouldn't have, did you just get the chills or the goosebumps? Yes. Know that that was your mother's soul that just moved through you to validate that you made all of the right choices and decisions. What happens is when spirit brings up certain things like your mom is doing, it's because you're carrying that negative emotion, which is not giving you the ability to heal. Yes. Your mother shows me her pocketbook. So did you keep her pocketbook or do you still have her pocketbook? I have my dead mother's pocketbook. I mean... (laughs) She's showing me a mother's pocketbook, which means make a donation to the Teresa Caputo Foundation, a non-nonprofit. A non-profit minus. A non-nonprofit. It's a double negative. We're a a non-profit for-profit corporation. Her things inside the pocketbook, is that correct? I do. Is there a credit card with a current expiration date? Can I see it? I'm seeing a one in the string of credit card numbers. Can you pull it out and read it to me? I asked for these little crazy things because I'm the first one to say what I do is absolutely crazy. How can someone communicate with someone that has died? She's always talking about her fucking self. Yes, always. she does. She's always making my excuses. Gift. My, my gift, gift, my this thing. Is this me. is what happens. This is how they do it. This is when they come. This is what they show people me. People ask, how do I do people it? People ask all the time. Yeah, she's always diverting attention to something else. She's excuse making constantly. Mm-hmm. But to bring up something that nobody would know about to validate that she says. Nobody would know about. I, no I one would know about. About. It's such general things that she's saying. Didn't we say a word to each other that if one of us died, then <laughs> yes. Teresa Caputa could guess it? Then I yes. would like totally apologize for her. Yes, I yeah. don't remember what that word was. I don't know. But can you jump out a window here real quick so I can call Teresa? 
<laughs> I don't remember what it is either. We're terrible. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Hold on. I'm going to tell Chrissy the word again. Okay. That's what we're going to do. All right. Okay. I'm going to write it down in the notebook when we get the notebook and there it'll be. Yes. And by the way. I'm going to write it on my notes. Write it on your notes real quick. Okay. But how am I going to get to your notes if you die? <laughs> well, I'm going to write that. I'm going to transfer the notes to the notebook. Oh, yeah. Another list. <laughs> but here's the thing. I, I, I have said this a million times. I've said this every time we've done a Teresa Caputo clip review and I will say it now. Teresa, or anybody connected to Teresa, or anybody that knows how to get a hold of Teresa, if you come on this show and you can prove to me some information that I know about my own personal life that no one else would know, a deceased loved one, some kind of relative, whatever it is, if I am convinced, I will literally apologize every... I will open this show without... Welcome back to the commercial break. I will say, <laughs> tune in to Teresa, P- Teresa Caputo's show on A&E. She's I've, for real. Literally. But you can't, and you won't, because <laughs> you're full of shit. Trusted you with all of my decisions, and you did make all the right choices. She says, and I know how hard it was for you to say goodbye to me. She says, she and says I, that? Is that what she's saying, Teresa? Yeah. I want you to know that I knew that you were by my bedside, holding me, fixing my hair, yes. and kissing me. Goodbye, and telling that's me that it was okay to let go. That's what you dies. do when someone's dying. Yeah, it's a it's a daughter. Why? I mean, if you are <laughs> blessed enough to go through that process with somebody, the dying process with somebody, what else are you going to do? Yeah. Spit at their <laughs> face, <laughs> piss on their bed. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, of course, you're going to give them a kiss yeah. and stroke their oh, hair geez, in just, a bed. This is so miserable for everybody involved because now this gives <laughs> false hope to this lady. That her dead husband, is dead husband or mother or whatever, is talking to her. Yeah. You would be fine. She goes, Teresa, I kept my end of the bargain. I let go, but my daughter is a mess. Teresa. Is that correct? Teresa. (laughs) Teresa, it's me, the mother of the woman you're talking to. Tell her she's... (laughs) Tell her to close my bank accounts and stop using my credit cards. Here, here's my pocketbook. <laughs> she's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> God. Tell her she's a hot fucking mess. Get a husband. <laughs> Live a life. Get over it. I can't believe she's telling her this. Teresa, I'm feeling up your skirt. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. I'm grabbing a little tail. I can do that. I'm a ghost. Oh, excuse me. Someone's piggybacking me. Oh, 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 oh. I've got to get back to piggybacking now. Tell my daughter to fuck off. Yes. So your mother says you need to hold up your end of the bargain by because t- you told me that you would be okay. Now, were you just reading your mom's, I don't know if she had a journal or like her... A dress book? A dress book. Perfect. She goes, I don't even know why she's reading. Half the people are dead in that book. She goes, why does she still have the address book? <laughs> so- Information gathered by producers ahead of time yeah. or a plant. For sure, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Know that when you were reading through your mom's address book, know that her soul was with you at that exact moment. She says it's okay to let go of certain things. Do you understand that? Yes. Your fa- like my address yes. book. <laughs> I started that That's in 1897. Is, is yeah. in the address book. That's yeah. right. I'm reading through my address book. I got to send out Christmas cards. It's hard to get a hold of people up here in purgatory. 
<laughs> Do me a favor. <laughs> Geraldine Flowers. What's her current address? Oh, she died. 1927. <laughs> father also departed as well? Yes. So know that he's stepping forward? No, fo- her father's not departed. The girl, lady's 80 years old. Yeah. I mean, I, come on. What? She just kept telling him to sit down. <laughs> she goes, oh, don't worry. That's not our daughter. Just sit, sit, sit. <laughs> Yes. But that would be the person. We'll be right back right? with more yes. with Teresa coming up after this. Oh, good. I'm so excited. Let's do it. <laughs> was your husband not feeling well prior to his departure? Just a little. I don't care if it was two days before, if he's like, oh, I have a headache. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't- Ask her about the time I didn't feel good. <laughs> I'm a man. That's every three days. <laughs> I get a blister and I have to be taken care of for a week. Ask her. Oh my god! Oh my god! She goes. I don't care if he if he's had a headache two days before he died or ten or, or years. Ten years. Yeah. Tell her I need a boo boo. I have a boo boo. Ask her about the time I didn't feel good. Ask her about that time I was sick. <laughs> Has anybody here ever known anybody when they're sick? <laughs> Has anybody ever not felt good? <laughs> I'm talking to you. That's who I'm talking to. <laughs> oh, my God. This is too good. I don't feel good. I feel short of breath. And then he just died. No. Wait. <laughs> now what? No. <laughs> I didn't die of a blister, Teresa. Can you see me jumping up and down? Can I piggyback you? <laughs> It's lonely up here. Uh. Okay. But my husband died quite a while ago. It doesn't matter to me. As long as they're dead, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter. As long as he's dead, dead. that's all that matters. That's kind of crass. (laughs) That's a little off, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know if they're gone five days, five years, 50 years. Do you understand that? Yes. But do you you understand that? God. Jesus, Teresa. How they got me to then come. What happens is they make me feel these things. You didn't acknowledge. I go to the next soul. So it's validating for you. So your dad had the issue with his legs. When spirit brings up a disability and or ailment, they don't want us to remember them sick. Right. So it's their way of saying, I want you to remember me healthy. And your husband. Oh, hold on. What? (laughs) So they jump up and down to let you know that they have a disability, but they don't want to be remembered for that disability or that sickness. And they're letting you know that they have a disability (laughs) that they don't want to be known for. The fuck are you talking about, Teresa? You're so full of shit. Because he passed sudden and unexpected. Is that correct? Yes. But yet not feeling well prior up to, but not really making a big deal about it. Correct. So knowing that there was nothing that we could have done to have prevented the departure. Your husband is departed as well, ma'am? Okay. Your husband says, I want to take this opportunity to thank you. Oh, my God. That's a whole different level of bullshit. And the thing is, is that this really makes people like, this makes people upset, right? Because then they they think that their loved ones are talking to To Teresa. Teresa, but not to them or something How many stalkers must she have? I know. Honestly. Gotta be a ton. It's gotta be a ton of them. She she drives around in like a big... Once you have this connection with Teresa, don't you want to keep talking to your, your, your loved ones? Can you imagine? She's the conduit? Yes. If like one of my loved ones died, God forbid, yeah. somebody close to me and somebody yes. literally had could the talk scoop, could talk to them, and yeah. I believed it for one second, I'd want to do more. I would want to piggyback them. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, plenty more on Teresa, so we'll get to it the next episode, I promise. <laughs> this is one thing I know we can do. How? Because we're going to record it in two seconds. So. <laughs> we won't forget about it. Oh, my God. Okay, wow. well, uh, we're going to take a short break, and then we'll do another episode. I'm going to go get my Sears catalog out. That's right. I've still got my Sears catalog. <laughs> Blue snuck in here. Well, while Blue's we in here? Yeah. <laughs> I've lost all control of this household. It's kids screaming in the background, in-laws everywhere. I don't even know what's going on anymore. But it's Christmas time. It is. So, and I know this will be coming out after Christmas, but I hope you had a nice holiday, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is you celebrate. Mm-hmm. Chrissy and I are super grateful for all the time and attention that you've given us yes. in season number three. It's been an explosive year, and I don't mean my bout of salmonella. I mean... <laughs> Uh, growth wise for the commercial break and a moment of seriousness we are super grateful yes thank we love you, you very much yes it's been an incredible journey and so much more to come we hope you stick around for season number four coming out the first week in february Whee! so we'll take a short break yep just about a week and we're gonna have some special guests hosting the show uh for a couple of episodes and they'll run some best ofs and some clips and stuff like that and then we'll be back for season number four and i hopefully will have one more child that can scream and yell in the yes. background here. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, but I'm super excited. Yes. So enough of the pouty pouty shit. Let's tell you how to get a hold of us. TCBpodcast.com. Go to the Contact Us page. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas, or if you want your 21 EPM sticker, let us know. Tell us you want the sticker. Send us your address. Those will come out early next year. Just go ahead and send us that information now. Also, we'd like to let you know that toll-free, anywhere in the world, you can text or call and leave us a voicemail, 855-TCB-8383-1, 855-TCB-8383. We'll pick up the charges, and we will respond. Someone here at TCB will actually respond. You can also go to YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break. Full episodes a couple days after they air. They are hilarious. Morgan does such a great job. I hope you go take a watch. (laughs) She does. So I guess that's all we can do for now. I think so. I love you. I love you. And best to you. Best to you. And also best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I do say, we must say, and we always say, goodbye.